weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. such a kick out of synchronicity the synchronicity of things just seems to keep following me around and I don't quite know yet how to put my finger on it but what I do like is my ability to change and adapt because of it I think what I mean by that is uh, there are things that you can see there are things that you can comprehend. And there are things that you can see because you previously comprehended. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he had said, trying to make people see your vision or see where you are on your journey is like trying to convince a one-year-old to run. They're going to get there. They're going to get there. It's their journey to do that. But it's hard to, no matter how much you're trying to explain it, convince the child to run when they're at the crawling stage. And that kind of hit me. It's like, I mean, I'm very well aware that you can't force anybody into anything. You can lead a horse to water, etc., etc. But when you start really chiming in on your own ability to be cognitive, your own ability to be aware of who you are in your surrounding and what it is that you're trying to either convey in conversation or in action. It's been an observational few weeks for me. Um, simply, again, no, not to flog a dead horse, but again, the Instagram issue... Um, and societal issues. I'm watching a lot of a lot of. Um, I'm watching a lot of. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, not fighting, infighting, but like it's a collapse or a breakdown of general communication or general comprehension or general uh, connectivity. There we go. <laughs> I knew I'd get there. We aren't connecting, and I'm witnessing this in a lot of a lot of areas and a lot of planes. And I'm witnessing a lot of people trying to point the finger at somebody. And then when they say the thing that the other person needs to do with their wagging finger, I sit back from my perspective and say, this, this is an internal thing. This is something that you need to deal with internally. And it's interesting because so many people are willing to point that finger and not look inward. And being that I was observing this, I was curious to know if it was also myself in that scenario, when theoretically it would have absolutely have had to have been. 
So at any point that I found myself in the opportunity to be giving advice to friends, unsolicited advice, to my clients, it's a little bit different because I'm focused 100% on them and their needs. But as I sit observationally in my daily life, listening to people bitch about shit, <laughs> like to be to be blunt, um, there's so much desire to be a victim. There's so much desire to not take responsibility for your own actions. I look at this in my own journey of quitting ideologies and how many times did you try to quit smoking before you quit smoking? How many times did I try to quit smoking? I mean, sure, it's easy to say, yeah, I tried once and that was the end of it. But truth is, I quit smoking in 2017. And prior to that, there was probably 10 attempts. Never was I fully ready. Never was I on page or on par with it. But there were attempts. And all of those attempts I sloughed off because honestly, I really did enjoy smoking. There was nothing better than hacking down a dart when you really wanted one. That feeling was instant satisfaction, instant gratification. And it's funny that because as you move forward, there are other things, your diet, um, sexual pleasures, all of these things that sort of renumerate around inside your head, inside your ethos. And you think to yourself, this is the same tendency. And then you extrapolate upon that and you realize that this is addiction. Addiction in all its forms. And when you say the word addiction, it comes across as vile or harsh. Ugh, you're an addict. But the truth is there's so many things out there that allow us to become healthier, happier versions of ourselves. Um, and not being beholden to the cigarette was one of them. Not being beholden to the idea of drinking was one of them. Not being beholden to the idea that you have to pursue a sexual conquest or dare I say masturbation. You don't need to do that. You know, you don't need to uh, be hunting down or be, be validating yourself through somebody that you meet at the bar. Um, and a lot of this stuff, again, conflict externally, witnessing external conflict between two other entities that are not yourself, internalizing what is going on because everything that you're witnessing is designed to show you a version of you that you could possibly or potentially work on. And then you look into all of this. You look into yourself. You look into what you're seeing externally. You look into conflict, external conflict, uh, conflict resolution. You look into yourself and you say, okay, so I'm seeing the patterns forming inside myself. I'm seeing the things that I may or may not need to work on in me. And human nature at this very moment in time is dictating that the things that I'm saying don't apply to you, perhaps, the listener. And when, when me, the speaker, is also the listener, I'm the one explaining sort of a scenario and a situation inside my own head. I am experiencing this. I am the one going through this. I am the one who, who is pointing the finger. I am the one who's, who's denouncing that I could have changed or anything could have been me. And I can also fight that point and I can argue that point and I can, I can defend that things are out of my control. And, and anyone can, as the speaker, as the listener, when you understand that you are both the speaker and the listener to the story that you're telling, 
things drastically change. So as much as you could possibly defend any point or position, do you benefit anything from defending it? Do you become a better version of yourself by saying, no, 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 this is them. You're wrong. And let me explain to you how and why you're wrong. And it's important for me to convey to you that you're wrong. Furthermore, based on this argument, I'm going to hold a grudge against you for quite some time. This doesn't make any sense. We only get, uh, supposedly, one go-round here, wherever we are, whatever we're doing. And the idea of forcing yourself to be right, forcing yourself to be unhappy, forcing yourself to smoke that cigarette, to do the drinking, to do this, to do that, all of it is, it's all inside your head. It's all its all a story. It's all a, a one giant, complete story that you're telling yourself. Arguments between others and addictions within self and mentalities and ideologies are all interconnected. Our ability to perceive how we're acting in this world changes with the addition of new information and changes with the addition of extrapolation upon how you know what it is that you're looking at within yourself. And within the external universe. And they've always said the external universe is a mirror. A mirror of your internal self. <clears throat> Excuse me. Internal self. This may seem or have been confusing. <laughs> because I'm moderately confused myself. But these are things that sort of needed to get out. Synchronicities are everywhere. These toggles are flicking on and off inside my head and I'm seeing them. And I'm comprehending them. I'm, I'm, I'm knowing more and more. Any ounce of anything that's making you unhappy in any way, shape or form is an opportunity for you to alter. I.e. smoking. If you want to quit smoking, then quit. If you don't want to quit smoking, don't quit. Everything here is an experience. If you die because you didn't quit smoking, who's not to say that you just resurface like Mario, you respawn back at the beginning of the level and you do it again. Because you made the mistake, because you were too weak to put down the cigarette. It's one of those things where you're like, well, is you going to call me weak because I can't quit smoking? Yeah, fuck, I am. I am going to call you weak, right? But it's not just cigarettes, because once you beat cigarettes, there's another challenge. Why are you eating that shitty food? Right? And there's also a huge difference between eating that shitty food and knowing that we're being poisoned. <laughs> so how am I not supposed to eat shitty food when, the, when, the, when they're spraying chemicals in the air, etc.? Air quotes, what have you. And all of these things are possibilities. Every single thing that you could ever possibly argue in any point ever with regards to anything is either you telling yourself a story as to why you're going to do it or giving yourself an excuse as to why you're going to stay the same. And if you're super stoked and super happy, stay the same. You don't need to alter, change, grow, adapt, any of that stuff. But if you're miserable in any way, shape, or form, make a move. Right? It's the misery that you feel that is your catalyst for growth. Once you make yourself so uncomfortable that you can start to change, that's when change kicks in. But humanity, as I've witnessed so far, will only go so far. <laughs> it's well worded. You only go 
up to a point within the story that you're choosing to tell yourself. And one of the fascinating things about listening to a podcast like this and this particular podcast is that I may have said some things that may have been triggering. And if you don't have the ability to verbally reply, then what you can do is think about it. And if you felt attacked by any of the things I just said, that's an, that's an interesting reaction too because, I mean, how could, how could it be personal? How could, how could me addressing all of you be personal? The only way this could be personal is if I'm addressing me, which theoretically I am. The observation, the awareness that I've come to from seeing the things that I've seen, I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating that that the more I grow, the more I, I, I change. Like, I, like right now, for example, my current battle is, I, th- I want to say time, um, a perception of time. And, and I'm very well aware that time is an illusion and all that fun stuff. But time that we have versus time perceived versus time expressed to us. And everybody knows that you could step out of your house and get hit by a, a, I don't know, a bolt of lightning or even a bolt from an airplane. And that's the end of you. But we all have this illusion that we're going to, or this, not illusion, we all have this vision that we're going to live to the ripe old age of between 80 and 100. And we think that we can put things off and we can change things and we can do things. So I think that's kind of what I'm battling with right now. I don't know what comes next. I don't know what the perception is or I don't know what any, whatever, you know, the next stage of this existence is. I'm pretty sure it's not once you're dead, you're dead and that's the end of it. Roll my body into a crick and be done with me. I don't think that's it. I think there's way much more to it. But I'm struggling with why I can't overcome things. And I I shouldn't say the word struggling. I'm experiencing tension on where perhaps I feel I should be. And I laugh at that because I'm aware that the desire to be somewhere or think that you're supposed to be somewhere other than where you are is taking away from your ability to appreciate where you are. I also am of the same mind that says, that you're uncomfortable with where you are is going to be the kickstart that's going to send you to where you need to be. And this is how both things can be true at the same time. And that's kind of one of those neat little, I don't want to say oxymorons, but it's kind of one of those neat little subtleties of life. And what happens when you're having a conversation with somebody about that? They've got their point of view, you've got your point of view, and you end up arguing. Arguing is neat if you can grow from it, if you can listen to what's being said at you or to you, and especially if the tone of voice isn't all aggressive. You can change. You can say, oh, with your new information, I've decided that this is now something that's going to work for me. But there is no factual anything anywhere. And what we're witnessing in the universe all around us right now is a total and utter collapse of everything that we thought was once to be firm. Air quotes, default reality. It's falling away. It isn't anything. And there are people who are blissfully ignorant. And a friend of mine, talking about synchronicities, a friend of mine uh, just posted this, and I thought this was such a fascinating image to read or to see uh, in in the middle of an awakening, in the middle of a comprehension point, in the middle of this beautiful July month here today on July 18th, Monday, July 18th. (laughs) 
I like doing that. Clearly, I haven't recorded it on that date, but this is, I believe, the date that it's going to go live, assuming that we don't have any more technical issues. Now, this meme was great. It says, where are you in the awakening? And I figured that I'm at number nine, the way I figure it. And it's kind of cool because these things did happen to me. So the the stage number one is blissful blissful ignorance. Um, and this this meme will actually be the the cover of the the episode, so you can go back and look at it. But it's a uh, it's um, sloth from the Goonies, and he's the image of blissful ignorance. Number two is what appears to be a man thinking, and the caption says, "What the fuck? Nothing makes sense." Image number three is a woman in full-blown panic, and it says, oh, my God, we're so effed. Number four is the sheep. It says, sheeple masses wake the F up indoctrinated morons. We've all been there. Number five, no, really, wake up. Stop living in denial. Stop living in fear and complying. Stop complying. (laughs) Number six is a man with a shotgun. Get off my property. Number seven is Sarah Connor from the Terminator franchise. The NWO will fail. There's always an alternative for the rest of my life. I like that one. I remember that was a recent one for me. Number eight is a lady dancing in a field. Becoming the most loving and joyful is the greatest rebellion ever. I love that. And like I said, number nine, this is kind of where I'm at right now with this whole awakening thing. It's just a handshake picture. And it says, rise above all differences and unite to triumph. Then, then, what? Then perspire to succumb. I'm not sure fully the back end of that one, but it just says rise above all differences. Rise above all differences. Have your differences, but communicate with them. Openly communicate with them. It's okay. We don't need to believe that everything is triumph and everything is is, uh, black and white and that everything needs a, a solidified answer. This is one of those things that just, you know, that that just really gets me. So number 10 in that one is... <laughs> um, I don't know who the guy is. I can't I don't know, can't picture this one. But it just the caption is become the leader of the resistance in humanity's last hope. <laughs> so maybe that what is that where I'm going next? Is, is that my next move? I've got a few clients that I firmly believe, Frankie, if you're listening, are uh, are this character. They are the leader of the resistance. This is, you know, this is where it's going. If we go down this road, these are the guys that uh, that we're going to want to talk to. Number 11 is Luke Skywalker. It says learn the force and become like a Jedi. <laughs> All right. And number 12 is wait patiently for everyone to catch up. Now everyone's going to say, I'm going to, I jumped, you know, you, oh yeah, I'm number, I'm at number 12, but this was such a well put together meme and it's so pinpoint because I remember being blissfully ignorant. I remember, I remember being confused. My first point of confusion was flat earth. It just, it just didn't make any sense when you start looking into it. It just, like it, it, flat earth just denounced the globe. It just completely shattered the idea that the globe was real. It's weird. I also, you know, I have my disagreements with Flat Earth now, which is really cool because, you know, again, more progress, more growth. You know, so many people are led to believe that once you get past one thing, you've reached the final destination. The finish line of truth. My God, we're just getting started. The, the, the first break out of what we thought we saw is literally the beginning of the rest of your life. And it just keeps going. It's crazy. Do I want to be the leader of the resistance? No. I I want to disappear. <laughs> if if the if the shit really does hit the fan, I would love to just disappear to a nice remote location and upload a podcast episode every now and again and hope that the internet still works. Unlike in Canada when 
the Rogers guys turned it off that day and just flicked the switch. The main power went down and nobody had internet. It was crazy. How reliant we are on the internet is absolutely absurd. I didn't even get into the next point that I wanted to talk about, but I'll actually do that in an entirely different episode because I, I want to give that one a lot of time too. But this one was this one this one took on a, a, a completely different you know mind of its own. This episode just sort of as I started speaking, clearly I had a lot more to say than I thought. But what it comes down to again, when I boil it all back down to you know your perception, what you're doing, what you're seeing. Man, we don't know. None of our tomorrows are promised. And this shit all used to sound wishy-washy and juju to me as well back in the day. But why on earth would you sit there with pain inside you, angst and anger, towards an entity that you love the most because the only people that you hate out there are the people that you love? And if you're out there hating celebrities for no reason, you just need to calm down, Susan. Inside you... Inside you is the opportunity and the ability to alter everything. When you take nothing personally, you change the scope of how people can treat you. When you have zero expectations, you change the scope of how people can treat you. When you no longer believe that people owe you anything and that you literally owe everything to yourself and everything that you're ever going to become comes from you and you alone, you change the scope of how people can talk to you. And this is huge. This is drastically huge because so many people out there, like I said, are pointing the finger. They're pointing the finger when it comes to their ability to heal themselves. Somebody else did that. When it comes to hurt themselves, somebody else did that. When you you give your power away so openly and so freely, you don't even realize that you have your own power. You don't even realize that you deserve your own power and that you can control and create and manifest exactly what you want because you are even manifesting the anger, hate, despair, right away with the negativity that we speak. You can change the whole game understanding that your number one competitor is you. The person that you need to be is on the other side of the things that you need to do. You wake up in the morning, you make your bed, start start it fresh. Find the answers. Find the, find the information that's missing in your life that, that will allow you to do something. Look for it. It's out there. It's out there because other people are doing it. Because if you want it, you've been exposed to it. If you've been exposed to it, it's your growth pattern. It's in you to figure out how to get there. Stop wasting your time and energy fighting with people. Look at your addictions too. Look at the things you can't say no to. The cigarettes, the drinking. Look at the things that you're justifying, knowing that you don't need to justify them. And I'm not saying don't do these things. Right? Because every single thing is here for us to experience, and they are all our journey. And at no point is there any judgment in any of these things that, that people do. But if you're unhappy, then you will be able to look at the, the things that make you unhappy. And every single thing comes down to you. Like somebody could say, oh, I'm unhappy because I don't have a boyfriend. Well, if you've consistently not had a boyfriend, then there's one common denominator, and it's you. How you feel about you dictates who you choose to associate with, dictates who you choose to couple with. And if they never work out and if they're giant pieces of shit, you need to rearrange and restructure your boundaries as to how you're going to allow yourself to be treated. And that doesn't mean become super aggressive and super this and super that. It means the exact opposite. It means tear down all your walls and set up proper boundaries and learn to love yourself. If you're having an addition, uh, issues with alcohol, see what happens when you when you when you can't when you don't have any. 
Like put it away. Test yourself. Push yourself. Because if you're unhappy, all of your unhappiness, inside all of it is the blueprint to your happiness. It's because of these things that they, this is the purpose. The purpose in life. Everybody needs a purpose. And this purpose here, this purpose is for us to grow. Depression, anxiety, addiction, all of these things are triggered by lack of internal focus. You can change all of that. You can step into your purpose. You can step into all of that. You can alter who you are as a human, as an entity. Ladies and gentlemen, this one got deep. I uh, I, went, this, I went completely off the intended rails for this podcast, uh, but I'm really happy with the way this one turned out because this is clearly a message that I needed to say to myself uh, and to share with you guys. Uh, but it's important. This stuff is all important. And all of this fits into the science of where we are. Trust the science. Trust it. Trust the science. Science is forever changing. I don't care. Trust the science and trust the science that changes. You're not going crazy. You're not losing your mind. You're waking up to your ability to push yourself, test yourself, and see what you're truly made of. And you, my a good friend, are going to be the one that is the most inspired and the most impressed by what you're doing for you, because of you, to improve you so that you can love you on a much deeper level. I love you. I accept you. You're great to me. All of you. And to those who listen to this show, share it with other people. If you think that this show hit you or had anything, you know, like I said, we're getting, we're getting wiped out on Instagram. So this is, this is where all of our efforts and energy are going to be headed. And I hope that all of the shows get a little bit better. I hope that all of the messages get a little bit better. I hope that everything gets a little bit more entertaining. I hope that the conspiracy episodes that we do are a lot more fun. Um, and I hope that everybody has the opportunity to sort of dig in and love yourselves, man. Have some fun. Have a laugh. Take the piss. Get serious. Get jiggy with it. Na 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 na. And obviously, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.